This is Channel 253. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. And uh, how are you, Doug? I'm swell. Producer Doug. I'm swell. You know, we, we had the two ladies in, and if we'd had the whole troop in, it would have been another eight. That would have been a lot of people. We have uh, two members of the Gritty City Sirens, which is uh, Tacoma's uh, burlesque troupe. And they're here to tell us about an upcoming show and talk about uh, burlesque as an art form and a performance. And uh, this is a lot of fun. So stick around. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We are already (laughs) laughing here. In the studio, I am with Rosie Cheeks and Ava Dujur. Yeah. Welcome to the We Are Tacoma podcast. Hello. Thank you. So uh, I'm guessing those are not the names on your driver's licenses, but those <laughs> are the Gritty City Siren names that you use. What is uh, the Gritty City Sirens? Ava? Well, we are a powerful group of 10 right now. We are a burlesque troupe that is has been developed in Tacoma for the last nine years. We are very body positive forward, and we are all about community. Yeah. 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 And showtime, like putting on a really good show. Having fun. We love to entertain people. I, um, my wife is into into burlesque, and uh, I've been to a couple performances. Um, She's been to many more than I have uh, (laughs) all over... Vashon, Seattle, Tacoma, um, and last year we were in uh, Las Vegas and we went to the Burlesque Hall of Fame, which there was like a nice little museum yeah, there, yeah. and then she went to the performances, and I played poker. But um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that I think is so interesting about it uh, as, as, a, as a form of art or communication is there's, there's this interesting, like, um, sensual side to it, but then there's also this interesting, like, almost resistance or empowerment Mm -hmm. side. And I feel like for a lot of people, they wouldn't necessarily see how these things relate. And I'm just Mm -hmm. curious how you think of burlesque as an art form, if you will. Um, I think it's very much part of the resistance, as you said. Um, Years ago, that was one of the jobs that women could do and make their own money and make their own decisions. So it was a bit of a resistance and still can be. it's definitely the the artists themselves as to which side they're going to put, whether it's the glamorous or the resist or a bit of both. Right. So um, in our group, that's one of the great things about us is not one of us is anyone's style of burlesque. We all have different strengths um, from singing to pole dancing, yeah. um, opera singer. So we all have different talents. So that's one thing that's unique about our group. We're not like just a classic burlesque troupe or a neo-burlesque troupe. Neo, so, neo-burlesque, yeah. that's what you would, would call that? or um, That's what that's a phrase for um, kind of more modern. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of different little sub-genres yeah. too. 
Yeah. Um, Nerdlesque mm-hmm. and I think the last uh, the last burlesque I went to was the Bechtel Test Burlesque that mm-hmm. was in Seattle, and it was an interesting blend of of all those different things. Yeah. Yeah. There's you, definitely a thoughts? lot of um, there's definitely a lot of a lot of political statements made in burlesque right. because that's how it originated as a, as women getting paid, making political statements to the working class man. Yeah, I think and in their own way. It's it's interesting to me. I mean, when you uh, like the movie and show Cabaret, you know, is a good example of that where, you know, a, a society that is trying to control people, um, women's bodies are often part of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's an it's an interesting subversion of that that I think is really intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's about um, as an individual taking control of your body and doing what you will and, you know, what you want to create the art, yeah. to create your statement, whatever that may be. And and so that's what you mean when you think about when you say like a body positive or body forward. That's Absolutely. that's how you're interpreting that. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. How how did both of you get get interested in in this? <laughs> um, well, she I, started it. <laughs> Rosie Cheek started it. Yeah, um, I had always been drawn to theater and acting and um, women trailblazers that made their own trail. Um, and uh, my my background was a uh, art festival producer for about eight years, hmm. but I'd always been drawn to performing, just not you know, it wasn't quite there. So I'd been thinking about it for a long time and attending shows and going to classes. And some friends were having a party, and I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I've had this idea, I've had this act idea in my head, and I'm just gonna do it. And I did. What was that like the very first time? It was amazing. Yeah? Yeah. It was fun. It was um, actually down on um, Antique Row. What was that space called? Oh, golly. It's been remember. so many things the, over the, the years. Yeah. The Rampart. Yeah. Sam, Sam, oh, Rampart. It's down oh, like yeah, three doors right. down from Rampart. Oh, okay, not Rampart. It was uh, the Art Collective. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. That was easily 10 years this ago. This was a long, easy, long time easy. ago. Okay. Yeah. 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. Technically, right? Yeah. 10. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so a little yeah. space there. Yeah, a little you, you space. Gave it a They're shot. having a circus party. I did it to a Screaming Jay Hawkins song, um, and Ava was there, and she said, "Wow, you're doing it." And I said, "Yeah, are you coming?" And she said, "Okay, I'll try." It. T- tell me, tell me about your first time and how you got into it. Um, Rosie actually introduced me to the idea of it. Um, I had seen a show before. Maybe a couple, and I didn't really understand what it was about when I had seen it. The only thing familiar for me was the Suicide Girls, I think at the time, had just really started kind of being known. So my range was very um, minimal and different. But when I saw her perform, it really inspired me really inspired me and I got a bit I got bit by the bug and so what I did was we ended up going to a lot of shows together she took me to Miss Indigo Blue's uh, tasseling class and it just kept growing more and more by the time we had decided to start the troupe it was about a year after that um, I just basically went for it but I got into it more because as a woman of color, I didn't have a lot of women of color in the industry mm-hmm. 11 years ago. So for me, it was wanting to see someone who looked like me on stage, yeah. who had my color, 
my hair texture and still feel like a woman next to other women that still want to feel like women. Yeah. And so for me, my perspective was more or less trying to fill in this void that wasn't really there as a woman of color. It hasn't been there. You don't see it in magazines. You don't see it on TV. We're not seen as we're not even well back then we weren't seen necessarily on the same level. Hmm. So when I got into burlesque, it was about making a very big equity statement. We're all women. We're all different. We're all beautiful. And we're all here. And that's kind of what I think the troupe ended up really speaking in volumes. Because if you ever look at our troupe as a whole, none of us look alike. We're not shaped alike. There's nothing about us except for the fact that we love to entertain people. That is the same. Yeah. So that was a big one for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When I, I, I think it was at the Bechtel test burlesque one that I saw, but there was a performer. She, she was Muslim. And she did an interesting performance where she, she started, um, she did the burlesque, and then it kept going in a way that I'd never seen where then she she put on a burqa as part of to end the performance. Wow. It was just this really interesting um, I, again, I would say like a, a, a commentary even in, of a variety of things that mm-hmm. I, I thought was really intriguing. Um, so one of the, you, you mentioned uh, entertainment as well. There, mm-hmm. There's the the social statements of it, the political statements of it. Um, but there is entertainment, Rosie Cheeks and Ava DeJur. How did you choose your names? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We actually – we both um, – <laughs> Easily, it seemed like it was six it's a months. It you definitely was. have sure. to research, um, especially as a new performer, to see if you have an idea and if there's already a performer out there. Oh yeah, that I yeah. Um, you don't want to have hard. the same mm-hmm. name. You don't want to have the same name at all. I think yeah. it's a lot of just like um, writing ideas down. Yeah. You know, having like little sessions where you're bouncing ideas off each other. Mm-hmm. I wanted something that was tongue in cheek and a play on words yep. and. Um, you know, there was a lot of fancy. other no. names yeah. on on the page of paper. Same oh when gosh. we came up with the troop <laughs> names. So we probably filled up easily half a notebook, just trying to come up with different combinations of names for ourselves and also for the troop. Yeah, yeah. So it definitely was a definitely was a process. Your your, your tagline always makes me laugh. Putting <laughs> yeah. the TNA in Tacoma. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really funny. That's a good one. Um, our friend uh, Katie Evans helped us coin that oh, one. Yeah. yeah, she's been on the podcast to talk about. Yeah, films. Katie Evans yeah. is amazing. She just thought is I'd amazing. throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is Tacoma like? As a as a place for burlesque, are are and how has it changed? Because I would imagine at the beginning there was some like. I don't know what this is, but like... Yeah, it was very much that. We were not only um, developing ourselves as a troupe, but we were teaching our audience and cultivating our audience and teaching them what to do. Yeah. Um, Again, when we started, there wasn't a lot of it. Well, there was none in Tacoma. There had been in the past, Mm -hmm. but not anything for a couple of decades. Wow. um, At least. Easy. Um, There's, you know, there's been band and drag and theater and other things, but not burlesque. So um, we were teaching our audience. Our audience was growing. We were growing. And we've had... You know, guests from Olympia and Seattle and Portland and other places. And anytime we have a guest from out of town and they come, they always say, your audiences are so amazing. Wow. Your community is so amazing. We had no idea. And they just really feel 
what we feel in our community and our audiences that that they are there for us and we're there for them and it's it's a good feeling. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that or? No, that sounds great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it it seems like awesome. the whole region does seem to be quite a, a hub for burlesque and and again um, I, I'm kind of learning this through through my wife Mary, but there's mm-hmm. it seems like there's regularly performances all over you know between Seattle and Portland. Seattle definitely, and um, there's I think now there's three troops, roughly three troops, is, is south of us. Wow, in Olympia, Olympia and Centralia mm-hmm. has one also. So uh, and then I a mean, bunch of. Um, solo performers as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that alone lets you know when we started, it was just only us and Olympia's Tush Burlesque Troupe. And from there in the last 10 years, it's grown to include those two other troops now. So the fact that even in the South Sound, there really wasn't much burlesque going on. We have um, Olympia and us have both really emphasized the burlesque in this scene. Yeah. We've definitely made people recognize that we are here and we're around and these troops are going to exist. Yeah, that's great. And and uh, you have partners, it sounds like, with uh, Tacoma Little Theater and Alma Mater as venues. Yes. Uh, where else do you like to perform around around the area? <laughs> um, other favorites. We've done a lot of little bar shows, especially hmm. in the beginning. That's fun. It's more of an intimate mm-hmm. um, kind of one-on-one um we're excited to work with the McMinimans. That hasn't happened yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, We've been very fortunate to basically perform in all of the large uh, theater spaces in Tacoma. That's great. Like Pantages and I saw the, the Greatest City, City Sirens. I think it was at the Pantages for like a YWCA fundraiser or yeah. something that like was, that. That was, about, that was our second or third year. Okay. Yeah. That was, yeah. Probably, I was there. Probably our third year because it was about two years before we did the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and Mm. and that's a whole nother story. (laughs) Yeah, that was at the Temple Theater. That's cool. And then we also took that show to Olympia and performed at the Capitol Theater. Yeah, we did. We traveled with that one. That's really great. That was probably one of our biggest shows we've ever done. Yeah, on a grandeur scale of easily having twenty participants outside of the performers that were in the troupe. Sure. Wow. So that was quite a production that Rosie Cheeks put on for us and that the other girls in the troupe helped with. And that was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 amount of work that goes into it just seems astronomical <laughs> to me. I mean, it's it's uh there's it a is. it's it's a it's a full theatrical production and mm-hmm. all that that uh takes. Yeah, especially when you know, we've we're approaching our ninth year. Excuse me. So when when we make these goals of these different theme shows, it definitely depends on, you know, what the scale is. And we always like to raise the bar. And when you raise the bar, you meet the bar. And then it's yep. like, okay, what's next? do it again, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So it's, I don't know if I know how to put on a small show. <laughs> Not uh, at Ava's, this point. Ava said that. If you, they're like, I don't know if you can put on a small show anymore. I feel like at this point, but, we don't know how. Uh, we are very blessed when we ha- I mean, did we the Wizard of Oz. We can scale oh, that. Of yeah. course we can. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. But sure. Yes, that's not fun. But why? Much, but why? You want to have this fun. much space, we'll make it work. You want to hire us and are performing on exactly. that porch? Cool, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah when, we're, when we are producing our shows, we um, tend to do two or three larger scale shows a year so that we have you know time in between to 
cultivate those. And then mm-hmm. we do kind of little one-offs or bookings in between. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it is definitely um, a full-scale production. We're doing it all ourselves. Um, We're business women. Are, are, are We're you entrepreneurs a, is, for is sure. Is it a business? Is it a nonprofit? How are you structured? Um, I have Next a question. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> we are not a nonprofit okay. officially. Okay. Um, that's something um, I've kind of been thinking over. Um, but we are very much grassroots. Each, oh, yeah. Each um, performer usually makes their own costume or they're working with a local seamstress to make it themselves. Right. Um, you know, we do all our own choreography, mm-hmm. our group costuming, same thing. We're either working on it as a group or yep. we have a seamstress who's working with us. And then there's, you know, the rehearsal time. Um, we usually don't have a lot of set pieces, although with future shows that we want to do, like Little Shop of Horrors or our nautical-themed show, we want to have some set wow. pieces. So it'll, again, be where we're setting that bar. We've, you know, had this bar of a great production run, but we want to, like, keep raising the bar and yeah. keep, you know, putting together theater shows. And that's another thing our um, guests, some of our legends that we've had, they've commented on um, – how it is more of like a whole vaudeville theater chorus girl, which is where it originated show. from originally. Yeah, yeah, so we have those elements as lo- as well as a lot of modern pieces as well. But as far as how it's structured, um, that's how it's been thus far. Yeah. Um, next year that might be a little different, just because um, our host and our songbird are yeah. taking a step back. So. Mm. Um, but it's a it's a good thing. It's happy for them. Yeah. So it it'll change how our shows are structured if we're having a guest host come in um, from Seattle or Olympia mm-hmm. versus having our in house host who's part of the whole process. So yeah. we'll yeah. be restructuring um, after the end of this year. Okay. So yeah. that's new and exciting. That yeah. Is. Yeah. And then that kind of keeps us. Oh. It definitely feels like we are all individual business partners in this whole troop. Mm-hmm. So that part, and before, I mean, like, Rosie Cheeks was already producing shows. Mm-hmm. So most of us had already had careers that we did and, and lived and gained these experience, and mm-hmm. then we're able to apply it to the troupe. Yeah. So, and that's an interesting perspective because yeah. it's fascinating to see how people treat us as women entrepreneurs that do what we do. Do you want to say more about that? Yeah, I love <laughs> to. Um, it's it's been an interesting perspective to see how people treat us as as uh, business women and as a troop that does tend to take off their clothes sometimes. Most of the time. Um, well, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> we do have acts now where we don't. Yeah. But in the beginning we didn't mm-hmm. because people would want to hire us for, you know, a festival or art on the app or something like, can you do family friendly? Well, we're a burlesque troupe. Right. However, we did start developing a lot of group acts that don't involve any um, striptease. So, yeah. 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 It's more well-rounded and fun and and absolutely, I think that's what but, keeps us well rounded. Well rounded because we all have uh, such different humors too. With our business perspectives, we're all able to adapt to our community and our environment. Mm-hmm. So it makes it easy. I think it makes it easy for us to exist and to be here because we're like change on a dime. What do we need to do? Let's change with the times. Let's change with the environment. Change our shows and the way we talk and produce things. We just do a lot of cool things. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick sponsor break, and then when we come back, I want to hear about your next show, which is called uh, Varieties. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Candice Rood, host of the Channel 253 sister podcast, Citizen Tacoma. As you know, before taking over Citizen Tacoma, I was a reporter in Tacoma and also New York. This is going to sound a little crazy, but in 2011, I was frantically running through the JFK airport in New York, trying to chase down a French politician for an interview, when an earthquake struck. Everyone started freaking out. Felt like a scene from a movie. When I moved to Washington, I decided to get serious about earthquake preparedness. That's why I'll be participating in the Great Washington Shakeout, scheduled for October 17th at 10.17 a.m. Everyone in the state is encouraged to take a minute to drop cover and hold on just like you would in a real earthquake this isn't just for kids in schools though they'll be participating too we all need to build muscle memory and practice to make sure you don't run out the door and get hit by falling debris in the next big earthquake so do it for real with the great washington shakeout get down on the floor and hold on then do one more thing get that out-of-state relative or friend to be an out-of-area contact you can text in an emergency or work on your emergency kit again Shakeout is scheduled for 10.17 a.m. on October 17th. Got that? 10.17 on 10.17? Easy to remember. You can learn more at shakeout.org Washington. Use hashtag shakeout on social media to post shakeout selfies after. Thanks to the Great Washington Shakeout for sponsoring this episode of Channel 253. And we are back. Thank you to our sponsor of this episode. And uh, thank you to the members of Channel 253 who support the podcast network. If you're interested in supporting what we do, you can go to channel253.com slash membership. And we are back with Ava DeJur and Rosie Cheeks. Uh, and I want to hear all about uh, your next performance at Alma Mater. Who wants to go first? You first, Rosie. Me. Okay. All right. Varieties. <laughs> Varieties. So uh, Varieties is a show that we do once a year. It's exactly as it says. It's a variety show. So it's a little bit of new acts, a little bit of um, old favorites that we're bringing back and revamping. Um, we have some great guests for the show. We have a burlesque um, legend. Her name is Velvet Ice. She was performing in L.A. in the 60s. Um, wow. So we're excited to have yeah, yeah, we're excited to have her back. We had her at our fifth anniversary show at Jazz Bones. Okay, um, so we're excited to have her back, and we have uh, Miss Puxa Plenty from Seattle, who just produced the first all POC performer festival in Seattle a few weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Called what the Funk? What the Funk Festival? What the Funk Festival? Yeah, it was yeah. the first annual. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when when is Varieties, just to make sure we get it out there for people who are listening? Um, it's September 28th at Alma Mater. Okay. Uh, doors are at 7, show is at 8, and tickets are available on our website or Alma Mater's website. And I'll put links in the show notes Great. Uh, to that. Yeah. What, what will you be doing that night? Or can I, you say? Is it? Is I that... don't want to tell. Okay. It'll be fun, though. Um, <laughs> I think variety show. I usually do a lot of slow and sensual. This one's going to be upbeat and fast. Okay. Just a little good fun time, help people get in the mood. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to say anything about what you'll be doing? If you can, um, I can. It's one. It's one of my uh, first acts. That it's one I, of my favorites. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. A little back to school special. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, might teach you a thing or two. Who, who else is in uh, is is in uh, the Gritty City Sirens? Who will be there? 
uh, Miss Heather Hostility. That's great. I, I'm just I just want to hear the names. You want to hear all yes, the names? Exactly. Miss Pink Champagne. Lady Godiva. Who else is in there? Uh, Dora Borealis. <laughs> yeah, Fedora sorry. Dora Borealis <laughs> and Fedora. We'll have um, Polly Pucker up, who won't be doing uh, solo, but she'll be in our group acts. Okay. And picking up our panties. Yeah. Panty wrangling. In our little wrangler. Yeah. Our little ass- assistant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like like burlesque just exists for the puns primarily is kind of what I'm uh, yeah, gathering from very, this. Very, very tongue-in-cheek. Oh, my gosh. You can turn anything into an innuendo if you try hard uh, enough. It seems like it. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that I like to do on this podcast is to ask the guests – who in Tacoma is doing really good work that you want to give a shout out to? That could, that's primarily artistic that I'm thinking about here. But are there any mm. people, any people or organizations that, yeah. that you just think is doing great work for our community's art scene? I have two. That's uh, okay. I want to mention the Night Market. Yep. Uh, they're amazing. I didn't know that that had been going on for so long. And the Tupac Art Group who are just a new group starting. They have um, a whole bunch of little pockets of groups inside of it. But it's like a nonprofit organization. And since they're just getting started, I want to put their name out there because they're trying to get things moving. What do they do? They have a kind of uh, like it's they're kind dance. of like us, like a variety of thing, but most variety of things, but most of it is dance. Like they do different styles of dance, mm-hmm, hip hop or uh, voguing. A, yeah, there's like there's a couple of people that vogue, so they're bringing back kind of um, um, a really important movement within the community. Like uh, with the I don't know how to properly say that but I guess within the gay community because a lot of that started in the 80s where there was a lot of rejection with the queer community so they made their own family units and they came up with this performance called Voguing. I'm not sure I've ever heard of it. Yeah you should look it up and they would do competitions and they would compete and there would be all these queens all these people and they would compete with each other in movement and style and that's how we got a lot of these uh, sharp like Model-esque kind of movements when people are entertaining on the on the dance floor. Huh. Copied well, a lot of and that. Madonna's Vogue well, sure. video. I, I, I assume that might have had something she, to do. She, she, inspired, she was inspired oh, for sure because she's from New York, so she she hung out with a lot of those kids that were doing that at the time. She gives a big praise to the Vogue community for sure. That's great. That's yeah, really cool. It's so, so uh, Tupac. Yes. Okay. Do you have any anyone you want to give a shout out to? Yeah. Organization or or person. Organization or person? There's so many. Um, there is so many. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Um, That's a hard one. Tacoma Dance Studios yes. is doing a lot of great work. Where are they located? They are down off of Broadway, um, across from that country bar. Steel Creek? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, they're downtown. So they have uh, two studios, and they teach all different types of dance, um, in addition to having a monthly belly dance night. And they um, produce multiple shows that incorporate different types of dance as well as belly dance and theater. So they're doing a lot of great stuff. Yeah, and they teach classes too. So yeah. if people are interested Just, in actually learning belly dance or any other kind of skills along that, yeah, they do teach some classes at the school. Yeah. 
belly dance, mm-hmm. or the dance fusion, studio, excuse me, hooping. Yeah, uh, they have all. Yeah, they have a lot of great classes. They're another so, amazing yeah. group of ladies. Another amazing force. I'm yeah. I'm learning about yeah. people and organizations I was mm-hmm. not aware of. Which yeah. is this is where I get ideas for future <laughs> yeah. episodes. So yeah. uh, you're you're really helping me out there. Yay. Yeah. And then there's another one that I just discovered. Um, it's part um, drag, part burlesque, kind of a fusion of both. And they're a troupe called uh, RuPaul's Rejects. Um, I just discovered them, and they're um, what, are they're they a fun group. are they here? In yeah, Tacoma? in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're Tacoma-based performers. Wow. Well, the, well, the producers are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wonder if the, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just discovered them. So, um, okay. to come a little theater. Obviously, I love everything they do. They do a really good job. Yeah. They've been kind of your home for a while. It they like have. They have been our home base. They've been really supportive. We really enjoy working with them and supporting them. Their hundred and one year history. I know. Yeah. They're about to start their next season, and yeah. they're doing updates to the theater. Yeah, new seating and I, Tacoma Little Theater. For, mm-hmm. One of the things I liked for their hundredth season, they did um, they did like plays that they've done over the decades, and mm-hmm. then there for hundred and first season, they they're not doing any that they've ever done before. So like, cool That's way, really cool, cool way to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to just thank you both, Ava DeJour and Rosie Cheeks, for coming on talking about Greatest City Sirens and Varieties, which is again September twenty eighth. 7 o'clock doors, 8 o'clock show. Did I remember that correctly? Yes. <laughs> At Alma Mater, and uh, the links are in the show notes. So uh, thanks for coming. Thank, Thank you. you. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.